Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number eight of the Skagrak Coronacast, a weekly information podcast for the Skagrak community during this period of school closure. This week, we'll be talking about the exciting news of school reopening across all grade levels on Monday, May 11th. We'll be talking about the new routines involved in that. We'll be giving updates on parent conferences, the PY6 exhibition. We'll hear from the Parent Council Chairperson, Roella Hansen. And we'll be talking about how Skagerrak will be different from Monday and all the measures and things we've been doing to make Skagerrak a safer place. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. A quick update on news and events around our school that are not related to the opening of grades 5 to 12. This past week, grade 6 has put on a digital virtual exhibition. Uh, Normally, the PY6 exhibition is a giant deal at our school with a formal opening evening and two days of sharing by the grade 6 students who have been working very hard on their culminating project of the primary year's program. This year, PY6 had to adapt and they put together an amazing virtual PY6 exhibition on Flipgrid. I highly encourage all parents to click on the link in the email you clicked on this Coronacast link from to hear from these amazing 20 students on what they've been up to in grade 6 and how they're going to change the world. Anything from the dangers of sugar to gender equality in soccer, uh, your tastes are covered. Uh, Please click on the link and give these grade 6 students some feedback. They've done an amazing job. Congratulations, everybody in PY6 and for Miss Siddle for leading this great crew of students through this exhibition. Also, there has been an email sent out about parent conferences. Later on in this podcast, you'll hear about parent conferences, uh, how they're different, and how we've had to adapt them before the end of the year. The original parent conferences were scheduled for March 12th. Of course, we had to cancel them due to the coronavirus, and we're trying to find a ways to uh, students, parents, and teachers to get together, if needed, um, for some uh, meeting and goal setting before the end of the year. Um, the most important or biggest news, of course, has been the return of PY5 and 6 full-time back to school and MY1 to DP1, who will be returning to our campus. I thought it would be best to go through the details by section. I'm going to start with the PYP, work my way through the MYP, and then we'll hear um, the plans for the high school from Mr. Glittenberg. So let's start with grade five and six, uh, finishing off the full PYP return to school. Uh, please stay tuned for the three sections, uh, news and events on how we're returning these students to school safely, starting with the PYP. As the kindergarten and PY one to four have been back for quite a while, The primary years has minimal changes upcoming next week, except for we could finally welcome back PY5 and PY6. They're both going to be starting from Monday. Um, They're going to start a little bit later than normal, so we can get students in safely for the first day and show them how to do things um, and how things are different. Um, Grade 6 is coming back at 9 o'clock on Monday, and they have a new entrance door which is behind the red building um, at the far side. The students know exactly where this is. I've briefed them in a Teams meeting, and they'll be entering in Monday for the first time at 9 o'clock. 
Um, going forward, they're going to have um, a regular start time as before. It's going to go back to 840 uh, for the school's day to start at 845. But for the first day, we're asking them to come in at 9 and their entrance door, which is just for them. PY6 has their own door and own toilets. Um, we ask them to start at 9 o'clock. PY5, PY5 has had, we've split PY5 into two cohorts. Um, PY5 parents, I know you've been notified from the teachers um, on what the students' groupings are going to look like from day one. Um, they can alternate week by week, so the students will be mixed up again. Um, they have a new classroom. PY6 is going up to their regular spot. PY5 is going to be split between the art room and the maker space. And we're asking them to start at 9.30 on Monday. Um, after Monday, things would go back to the regular time for the start of the day uh, at 8.40. Classes started at 8.45. But for Monday, day one, we're asking the two groups, 5A and 5B, to come at 9.30. Um, your door is also at the back of the red building, and it's the middle door. Uh, the students know very much which door that is, and it's the rear entry door to the red building. Um, it's the main entrance we use to go out to the back. The only other change for five and six, besides a somewhat altered timetable, is there will be an early dismissal to the end of the year of 2.15. We've had to shorten the day a little bit because there will be some subjects, um, art and music, which will still be taught digitally. So PY five and six only will finish at 2.15 until the end of the year. PY1 to 4 will maintain their regular timetable. Nothing is going to change for PY1 to 4. PY5 and 6 are going to start at regular times, 8.40 or 8.45, except on Monday, day 1. Um, but there will be an early dismissal from 2.15 uh, till the end of the year. Um, there will still be a little bit of digital learning, but we're going to try to do as much as we can physical. Um, just for your reference, the middle school is going to be alternate days, physical and digital, back and forth. The entire primary school will be on premises, and the entire primary school will be within the red building. So welcome back, PY5 and 6. Once again, first day, Monday, I'm asking grade 6 to come in at 9 o'clock, and the two cohorts in grade 5 to come in at 9.30. Both of your entrance doors are at the back of the building. Can't wait to see ya. Welcome back, PY5 and PY6. Welcome back, middle school. Monday, May 11th is the first day as well for MY1 through 4, uh, with all students returning for a little bit of the day on Monday to get their new calendar, timetable, routines, and classroom for when we return to school. Um, from Monday... As you've seen from Mr. Egan and heard from your contact teachers, we will be moving forward with an alternate day timetable uh, with physical and digital learning alternating day by day. Um, when you see your timetables, you'll see that MY2 and MY4 will be coming into school on the same day, and MY1 and MY3 will be coming into school on the same day. And these days will alternate through to the end of the year. This is our starting point. Um, we may get to the point where we could have the whole middle school together on Fridays and making special Friday afternoons, but we need to get through the next six weeks of education as best as we can with a balance of physical and digital. Why is there a balance? Well, space is number one. With the high school also returning, we've had to alter our facility quite a bit.
um, going forward to the end of the year, the middle school and the high school will be housed entirely within the high school building. The high school, when they are in session physically, will be on the top, top floor with MY1, 2, 3, and 4 having their own classrooms spread with a, spread throughout the high school building in four different spaces, which will be your own classrooms. Um, as I've told the students time and time again, there will be new routines, cleaning schedules, and ownership for students in their learning spaces when they return, and a new set of guidelines that we will be expecting for behavior, etc. Um, the timetable is going to be as best as we can. We do have some teachers who are going to teach digitally um, through risks and other concerns with COVID, but what we think we've come up with uh, is the best blend we can going forward. Um, as uh, outlined in the guidelines from the government, uh, also attached to this email you clicked for this Corona cast, we're asking students to bike to school if they can to avoid public transportation um, and to try to be a good caring community member. I will be going through our new behavior routines quite thoroughly with the students on day one when they come uh, to talk about distancing rules and how we have to be careful for the rest of the community um, during COVID-19. Um, the canteen will be closed. Students will have to bring their own equipment, their own food, their own stationery for the day. And we even need to start to think of things like chargers and computer implements that to make sure your computer is fully charged before you come to school because we won't be sharing chargers and the rooms that we're going to may have limited charge points. We're going to have to start thinking a little bit differently when we come back. Of course, all the public services are still here. Merit, our school nurse, will be here. She'll be here on Tuesdays. Uh, she'll be coming and talking to every class about her services. Miss Fredrickson is still in full swing as counselor if you need somebody to talk to. Um, when we do return to school um, to make this adjustment as seamless as possible. For parent reference, the students know this very, very much. On the first day back Monday, I'm asking MY1 to come for only an hour between 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. Well, they'll be entering at their new door, which is on the side of the high school building. Uh, they'll be led through the new routines by myself and Mr. Egan. Uh, we're splitting up the middle school cohorts. Uh, on how we're going to handle when, handle ourselves when we return and to walk through the timetable to make sure everybody's clear. So MY1 is Monday 10 to 11. MY2 is from 11 to 12. And they'll be going in through their new door, which is at the back of the high school, behind the cantina. MY3, I've asked to come back from 12 until 1 o'clock on Monday from their new door, also at the back of the high school, behind the cantina and MY4 from 1 o'clock till 2 o'clock through their new door on the side of the high school building. Um, once again, all the middle school classes will be housed um, in individual classrooms, so MY1 will have their own space. Uh, each class is big enough to, to house the students socially distant from each other, so we can do it safely, and we will be making sure that it's a community effort to be safe with cleaning routines and ownership of the spaces that we're in. All students have their own entranceways, stairwells, and toilets um, in the middle school by class cohort. Can't wait to see all the middle school kids on Monday. I'm pretty sure you guys are the most excited to come back. Uh, your parents might be too. See you on Monday. Up next, we'll have Mr. Glittenberg, 
He'll give us some updates on the return to school for Year 11 and DP1. Next week, we will be gradually reopening the high school for students to return. We will be having alternate days of physical presence in the school and online continue, a continuation of the online digital learning. So on Wednesday next week, the year 11s will be coming to school. On Thursday, the DP1s. And then on Friday, the year 11s will be in school again. And uh, moving forward, we're going to follow the regular A and B week schedule with alternate days of being in school physically and online teaching. Um, Mr. Benunder sent out a, an email with information about the schedule and how this is going to work. And if you have any questions, please contact us at any time. Thank you. And up next, we have our parent council chair, Miss Rowella Hansen. I would now like to welcome on Miss Rowella Hansen, the FAU, the parent council chair at Skagrec. I'm sure you know her very well because she does lots <laughs> of great things for our school. Welcome, Rowella. Thank you very I much. Hope, I hope you've been keeping well during this COVID-19 crisis? Yes. Um, I'm just thankful that all of us here in my household have been staying healthy and safe and yeah. as sane as possible. <laughs> as po well, I'm looking forward to seeing Walker tomorrow. Oh, he's um, very excited. Let's talk a little bit about maybe some updates from the parent council uh, for the past little while. Obviously, we haven't been able to meet. Uh, we haven't seen anybody for more than seven weeks. Maybe you can give us some updates from the FAU. Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, as you mentioned, the Parent Council has not met formally these past couple of months. However, a lot has happened since then, and I'm excited to share some of that with you. Uh, just to give you an update on a few things. Um, I know it's unfortunate that COVID-19 hit us uh, when it did, because we did have so many wonderful activities planned for the rest of the school year. You know, we had the karaoke game night that we were going to do and the dinner was right. going to be served by our uh, cast group from the high school. Um, and normally the PC would have hosted the uh, May 17th breakfast, which, as you know, has been canceled this year. Right. Um, also, at the end of the school year, the PC would have done another event like the Jazz and Wine Night that we did last year to bring all of the school faculty and parents together just to thank them for all of their hard work. And it's really unfortunate that this happened when it did because we had so many wonderful things lined up. But we do hope to make up for all of it again, uh, hopefully in the fall. Yeah, I hope August will bring us back to normal reality. I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but there's lots of good news mixed in i know that we have been very lucky getting some grants lately 
the parent council has been uh, very active on this front. Maybe mm-hmm. you can give us an update a little bit about what's happening on the grants side of things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> we're very excited because we are able to announce that we received a 225,000 crown donation from Spotabunk Stiftelsen DNB for Playmakers. Fabulous. Yes, the grant secures playmakers for three years. So over the three years, that gives us 75000 per school year, and that'll start this fall. And I wanted to say many thanks to our DP1 PC rep, Orion Mirvold. He had applied for the grant with help from Beverly Martinson. And uh, as you know, the Playmakers puts on a production each school year. So this grant is going to help secure the success for the years ahead. And, and I know it is so unfortunate that we were able, we were not able to gather together this year. Yeah. But this kind of makes up for it a little bit. And Orion, (laughs) I echo your sentiment. There is a superstar. Yes. He uh, is finding these grants. Yes, he is. (laughs) Um, I also should mention too, that these, uh, there's another grant that we received from the Skagerrak rowing team. So the Skagerrak rowing team is actually out on the water again, out at Grand Holman. Um, right now they can single skull and the four man and eight man boats, they have them, you know, it's at least a meter apart. Um, in fact, more than a meter apart. So they've been meeting at the row club at Grand Holman and they've been out on the water again, getting ready to compete. Even though, okay. even though this year's competitions will more than likely be canceled, they're getting ready and, and working towards next year. Um, I didn't know they were already out. Oh, yeah, we just started yeah. last week, in fact. And uh, I'm running out of excuses not to go. Yeah. First, it was, <laughs> I'm still too fat, but then I had COVID-19. <laughs> um, that's, I must get up back onto this and get into the boat. I know. I think we, mo- we both <laughs> might need to. I've put on, put on extra weight during this COVID-19. Actually, it was really nice. Yesterday, they had the eight-man team out. And, um, and then afterwards, the weather was so nice, they grilled hot dogs out on the beach out at Grand Holman. So it was, a, Great. it was really good. But what I wanted yeah. to add to that is, um, as you know, that we, with the help from the parents in the community, initially we raised 18,000 crowns for the team last fall. But then Coach Caparud secured another 50,000 crowns through another grant from NIF, Norges Idretsforbum. So we are also working on additional grants as we speak. So we're really looking forward to a wonderful year next year. Well, fabulous news. Congratulations, Skagerrak Rowing. Yeah. Okay. And the, the Green Oasis? The Green Oasis, yes. As you all remember, we actually received um, a 60000 grant from Spadabank Stiftelsen DMB and Active Bana Poframnes for the Green Oasis project. So this was a very large project that was initiated by um, the high school CAS Garden Group for Behind the School with help from Yvonne. Um, and it was going to build a serene garden to help beautify the area and provide a place to sit amongst beautiful flowers and greenery. So the project um, was actually going to be in a couple of phases. And the first phase was to build a place for the students to sit behind the high school. And it will be a beautiful wooden deck with benches. And as you know, right now, we really need a space like that. Yes, we do. (laughs) And um, I believe we're securing bids right now to begin this phase. And it will be completed before the students return in August. That's right. That's right. One of our biggest headaches of 
reopening the school with the guidelines yeah. is outdoor space. And we have our single oval. And one thing we really need to start doing is using other spaces better. And there are other spaces. Mm-hmm. It's just they need some redevelopment. Right. So good on Shreya and, and that grant yeah. as well. Looking forward to seeing that happen. And last but not least, a, a, a huge grant, uh, your 500000 grant for mm. arts, health, and wellness. Yes. So we were very thankful that we were awarded. The Parent Council had secured 500000 through a grant from Spadabank N, Stefanson Beve. And the grant money was to go to support different programs and extracurricular activities, as you mentioned, health, wellness, uh, et cetera, for all of our students. Um, Many of the things that we were not able to fund ourselves at the school. So we received the news in January uh, that we had received the 500,000 grant and we had asked teachers, students, parents to send in their requests for funding that they needed. Um, and many of you have sent us, uh, your requests already. And we appreciate that. We were able to confirm with the bank how we can use the funds and we have actually set a process in place right now. So for all project requests, just so you know, um, it must include a brief outline of the project, an estimate of how many students will actually make use of the project or items, the duration of the project or how long the items will last, and then the cost. And then after we receive all of these, a funding committee will screen the requests and select the projects to vote on um, and make a recommendation to the parent council and the parent council will then vote. And we hope to have this entire uh, process completed this month. So we will be able to award any funding for some of the requests by the end of the month. Many of this will go towards things that we need now, um, as well as many things that we'll need come the school year in the fall. Okay. Well, that's great. I'm sure we'll be hearing more from you on that moving yes, forward. Yes. Yes. And okay. um, we're looking forward to helping all of you with what you may need well the parent council has been amazing uh this year as you know we've been through a reorganization process Mm -hmm. and money is uh something we are looking for and help in any way and the parent council has been amazing uh, led by you and with great people like orion and and uh mr capru just looking outside the box to bring extra amazing things to our yes thank you and i and i agree i do have to commend so many of the parents and those on the parent council and the executive committee that have put in the time but also to many of you so many of the the faculty the teachers administration have come forward and have told us you know these are the things that we need and um with guidance even from many of you we've been able to apply for a lot of grants. There's a lot of money out there. Uh, we just needed to to have some dedicated individuals that actually spent the time seeking out those grants and then applying for them. And honestly, I'm really surprised and not surprised, but happy to see that the community has really recognized Skagarak School and the community and how important it is. And that shows by us actually receiving a lot of these funds. Yeah, no, I agree. And I can't wait to see the amazing things that come yeah. out of it. Um, another thing the FAU has been working on is they were chairing the search for a new board yes. member uh, at Skagrek. Uh, Heba Farouk uh, had a three-year term, which is ending this mm-hmm. year. And uh, Stig Johnson was in charge as the uh, chair of the board committee. 
in the search for a new board yes, member. Yes, that's correct. Yes, Stieg is our parent council rep to the board and was chair for the board electoral committee. The ads were run in the Sandefjord blog and uh, the committee had met a few times. And in March is when the electoral committee actually voted um, for the new board member and a new substitute board member. So our new newest board member is Verena Vigdal Hansen, and she is the marketing director at Volvo Norway, and also a Skagerrak alumna. So it's Absolutely. it's exciting! Ex- exclamation yeah. point! That's amazing! It's great yes. news. And then she'll be our newest board member, and then the she was a substitute last year. So our new substitute member is Alden Burve. He is a grandfather of two Skagerrak students and has been heavily involved with international schools in Switzerland. He's retired now, but uh, has worked around the world as a chemical engineer. And now he's coming back to Norway and then bringing his expertise and time back with him. And we're looking forward to working together with both Runa and Auden, as well as the board going into next year. Okay, great news. And uh, Runa's experience in marketing will be great as we uh, look at bigger, better ways to market our school. Yeah, absolutely. Um, last but not least, we finally have everybody coming back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are a parent as well, and you've been working hard becoming a teacher the past seven weeks. <laughs> I'm just curious how it went. Uh, how excited Walker is for coming back and how excited you are for him coming back. Oh, well, I'm very excited for him. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, it has been, you know, kind of a unique experience here at home. Um, But it also has, uh, it's been challenging, but also it's been very good to understand uh, how the students are working uh, and doing this online um, curriculum. I have to commend you and the staff for doing a wonderful job with the kids in this unusual time. Um, It has been a very different situation, I think, for Walker. He is MY4 and he is um, a teenager. (laughs) And so much of his world is really surrounded, of course, by going to school and being with his friends and extracurricular activities. So it has been difficult on him, but he's done very well. Um, I think the biggest thing was, you know, making sure that he got out of the house every day to, you know, be active and do something outside of sitting in front of a screen. Um, And he has himself said that it is quite different, uh, the schooling, doing it online versus being in the classroom. Um, And the biggest challenge has been time management, as you know. It's, uh, (laughs) you know, now he's really in charge of making sure that he can get things done on time. And uh, he's done a very good job with that. With the help from your lovely wife, she sent out that wonderful, really, I'm serious. (laughs) We watched it together as a family and it was very helpful uh, on how to manage time and and plan and stay organized on your own. Yeah. Well, we're looking forward to seeing him. Well, tomorrow. he's looking forward. We have to an it. interesting job now. We have a hundred te- teenagers coming <laughs> yeah. back who've been locked away for seven weeks. I do not envy so, uh... you at all, James. <laughs> Good luck with that. 
Um, thanks for joining us, Ruella. Thank you for all the amazing things you do as oh, parent council absolutely. chair. Absolutely. Thank uh, you. You do, you've moved our school forward, definitely. And thanks for joining this podcast. And uh, I'll get to see you, hopefully, when you drop Walker off tomorrow yes, as well. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> thanks Thank very you. much. Bye-bye. Bye. A quick note on parent conferences. As you know, on March 12th, we had to cancel our parent conferences the day before all schools were canceled throughout Norway. Um, for the past seven weeks, teachers have been working very hard digitally, uh, changing the way they teach and connecting with their students over the internet. Now that we're starting to come back, we're trying to find a way where we could fulfill the communication cycle uh, with a parent conference of some sort before the end of the school year. Uh, we tried really hard and thought really hard about whether or not we needed to cancel another day of school before the end of the year. But with our small staff and a large number of teachers who teach across all three sections, we had to designate May 20th as the day that we will be doing these conferences. I do know that digital learning will still continue on this day um, for most students in the middle school and the high school. The way we're gonna do it is definitely different than in the past. We will not obviously be doing face-to-face -face meetings, but we'll be doing digital meetings as you received in an earlier email. In the primary school, we're gonna turn this into more of a reflection uh, tool that feeds directly into our report cards uh, where the students will be able to create uh, some things before the meeting and share it um, digitally with everybody. Um, in the middle school, students um, who need to have a parent conference or parents who need to talk to a teacher about a particular student have been prioritized uh, and you've received an email if um, that relates to you. And then we've made that day available for any parent to sign up to speak with any of the specialists here at Skagrack. And the same in year 11 and DP1. Um, it's a special condensed schedule. We really set it aside for students who really needed to be um, talked with about goals for the end of the year and tried to put some sort of closure on this school year and give parents a chance to get some feedback. Please refer to the email that you received about this on how to sign up. And if you can't make it on this day, of course, uh, make an appointment with your contact teacher for an alternative time. And they are more than willing to meet, as they always are, parent conference time or not. Um, thanks to parents for your patience during this time. Thanks to students as well and, uh, and to teachers um, who are putting this together before the end of the year. See you at the parent conferences digitally. I'll also be available for signups. Okay, this ends a busy podcast and a busy week. Going forward, we'll see how many Corona Cast episodes come out, depending on how the school reopening goes, and hopefully things return back to normal. Um, this format won't be so necessary every week. Thank you very much for listening. I can't wait to see everybody on Monday. Goodbye.